season four. Get out of here. <laughs> Who do you think you are with your seasons and your daemons? You know, uh, hexadecimal. You know, she um, she spreads out through the uh, through the web. You know, taking out daemon, bada bing, bada boom. You know, big fucking deal. <laughs> and that is episode four of season four, folks. <laughs> All right, have a good night. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> giant monster made entirely of nulls stomping around mainframe? Welcome to episode 47 of Alphanumeric, the world's foremost reboot podcast. I'm The Siege, one of your hosts, and joining me this week is Lady Glitch. Hey, friends. And NeoCal. Hello, how are you? Uh, I am uh, dealing with a a pretty heinous flu at the moment. Um, It's kind of taking everything I have in me right now to, to game face at the moment, so... I've been haven't been to work for the past three days. Uh, I've basically slept since uh, time of recording. This is Tuesday. It's Tuesday, right? Oh, geez. It's yeah, Tuesday. yeah. Um, I I basically been sleeping since Saturday evening, um, off and on, drifting in and out of consciousness. So if I seem a little off or a little low energy or something of that sort, so you're uh, basically bombed poly- poly- right now. Yeah. I, I basically what. You're basically in Bob, Bob mode right now. You're fading oh. in and out. Right, right. Yeah. Approaching a little defragmentation. Yeah. Uh, to put it in uh, Beast Wars terms, I'm about to enter stasis lock. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> we better get him in a CR chamber. I know. We got to get back sufficient energon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if uh, you're wondering what the hell we're talking about, uh, me and Cal, uh, we've mentioned it a million times before, but we have another podcast called Too Much Energon, where we do this, but we talk about Beast Wars. So go oh, check yeah. that out, wherever uh, uh, podcasts are downloaded. Um, this week on Alphanumeric, we are covering the uh, fourth episode of season four, uh, Sacrifice. Sacrifice. There we go. I, was, I almost <laughs> had it. Sacrifice is the name of the episode. Uh, before we get into talking about that, though, I want to do a little bit of housekeeping and uh, address a uh, uh, an elephant in the room, a Sniddler-sized elephant in the room, if you will. A Sniddler-shaped elephant, whatever. Um, I was going to be like, is this the smallest elephant in the world? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, people have been starting to ask, uh, uh, where's Sniddler? Why hasn't he been on the show lately? And, um, well, there are a myriad of reasons why he hasn't been on the show since episode 41. It kind of varies from episode to episode, but the, uh, for speaking in terms of season four, at least, it just comes down to scheduling, mostly, mm-hmm. like pretty much. Uh, I've mentioned this before, like me and him work together. Uh, I typically do morning shifts. He does closing shifts. And there, previously, there was a very small window of 
uh, time where we actually were able to record together. Um, and unfortunately, that time no longer works for the entire group. Um, so it basically just came down to we we had to pick a day and a day and time every week to record this show uh, that worked for as many of us as possible. So that's it's why it's a similar. miracle there are three of us. <laughs> I, it really is, especially today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so that's basically what it comes down to. Uh, someone asked me, like someone had mentioned that they were concerned that there had been some kind of like falling out or like internal drama. No, nothing like that. Nothing like that's yeah. going on. I mean, I, he's being a good guardian. He's system hopping. He's doing his thing. He'll come back to us eventually, but right now he's out having fun and, you know, hanging with web writers. So it's a very smidler kind of thing to do. Right. Yeah. So no drama, no, nothing like that. Um, like I said, I work with the guy. I see him not for very long, but I see him every day and we usually chat as I'm on the way up on my way out the door. Um, in fact, the other day he was just telling me about some uh, vehicle troubles he was having. So, uh, uh, good luck to him dealing with those. Uh, now that that's out of the way, uh, as I mentioned, we're talking about the season four episode or season ep fourth episode of season four of Reboot. Which uh, is sacrifice. the conclusion of the first arc. It is the conclusion of the Damon Rising arc. So the episode originally aired uh, as a single episode on damn you, Wikipedia. Damn you, Wikipedia. Damn you, Wikipedia. November 2nd, 2001. Uh, it originally aired in Canada as part of the uh, Damon Rising for, uh, movie on November 18th, 2001. As I mentioned, for the past three episodes now, season four of Reboot in Canada was two movies. And, and season I, four here in the States was eight separate episodes. And I, wow. especially after watching this episode, uh, again, um, I definitely stand by my assertion that I made on previous episodes that it works better as a movie than it does as individual episodes. But uh, with that out of the way, who wants to get us started with uh, Sacrifice? Cal, you do it. Okie dokie. <laughs> uh, what's going on here? They're making another Stargate, I think. Is that what's going on? Something uh, like that a little bit later on, yeah. But right now we open um, in the net and Damon and Matrix, Andrea Mouse, they're all just kind of riding their way with the Guardian Armada towards um, towards mainframe. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. Little glimpse that uh, they're in trouble. Little bit. <laughs> There's something strange in the neighborhood. Who are you going to call? <laughs> Not Mouse. Nope. Not Mouse, no, because she's uh, she, she, she bad. So she's got a samurai sword, I. Okay. Right. So she follows the code of the Bushido. Which is? Which is she? like a, a, a samurai um, warrior's code. Well, uh, of course. I was wondering if you knew it so you could elaborate. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, for the, yeah, for the listeners out there, what is the, <laughs> yeah. the code of the Bushido? So, yeah. so the way of the Bushido is like so, the way so, of the blade. So, so what and, you're saying is uh, uh, Mouse played a lot of Bushido blade between season on PS1 between seasons uh three and four. Did I tell you that I'm I've been playing Bushido Blade 2 <laughs> lately? Uh uh I don't think on air, but yes, you have mentioned it. I'll get into that at the at the end <laughs> there. I'll uh plug uh plug a little project 
um, I'm doing with another podcaster. But yeah, basically she play, she programmed Bushido Blade 1. <laughs> and um, I mean, technically she could have just stolen the sword at some point. You know what? Yeah, let's go with that. That, that seems He's not likely. honorable. Yeah. No. no. She's a good person, but uh, like, you know, honor and that kind of thing uh, aren't, her, aren't her specialty. So yeah, she probably does not follow the Bushido. So she does not have to fall upon her sword once she uh, snaps out of it. If she snaps out of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Done. <laughs> so yeah, there, so uh, Wellman is building another Stargate. Um, do we know why at this point? I mean, I know it factors in later on in the episode, but I just not, can't remember if it's something that got brought up not in previous episodes. R- not really. They expand on it a little bit in this episode. And even when they explain it, it left me a little... It left me right. a little bit like, what? How? So maybe maybe one of you can help explain that. So essentially well, my, my hypothesis is that they're trying to make another gateway portal, probably to shoot um, Damon into the web. Because later on in the episode, Dot's got this big-ass plan going on, which we actually see here in the following scenes over in the principal's, in the principal office. And she looks at Wellman later on. She's like, when we give the code or when we give the signal, just click send. So I'm assuming they're going to send try to send Damon into the web. Oh, I had wildly different <laughs> ideas. Interesting. What's yours? What's yours? Mine was just, they were like, I don't know, this blew shit up before. <laughs> we got nothing to lose. Um, and they were planning on sacrificing mainframe, which is why, I'll, I'll get into this later, which is why Dot has been pushing away Bob and mm-hmm. she wants him to leave mainframe and why she sends little Enzo away in a game. She's going to recreate the event that destroyed Lost Angles in order to destroy Damon. So she the virus to... will still be out there, but she can't initiate, mm. initiate it if she's gone. Okay. Right, because uh, she, she does mention later on about uh, destroying uh, Damon and they're like, oh, well, the, the, the Guardians, everyone will still be infected. And she's like, well, but she, she can't if she's gone, she maybe she can't control them anymore, and we can figure out a way to help them. Yeah, something mm-hmm. along those lines. I'll, I'll point out uh, the reasons for my uh, that conclusion as we get nearer to the the end of the episode. But it, when it clicked for me, I was like, "Oh, she's sending everyone away because she's gonna destroy Damon and everyone in mainframe." That's well, why maybe... she wants Bob to leave. That's why she sends Enzo away in the games. It's not so he can come back a strong guardian. It's so that he survives. Well, and uh, maybe blowing up the Stargate, uh, well, it's open to various systems. Maybe they feel like that will, uh, in the process, like the destruction will also destroy Damon in the process. Like, because it'll. At, at best, it destroys. Damon and maybe her code, and at worst, Damon and, that, and mainframe blow up, and it's still better than Damon winning. Yeah, this yeah. is a. Uh, it's yeah, bleak. <laughs> this is like back against the wall type planning that's going on right I, here. I I dig it. Sometimes the best plan is to minimize damage. <laughs> yeah. 
damage control. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, well, uh, uh, well, Nullman, Nullman, Nullman Matrix, Nullman Matrix. I mean, yeah. So so Nullman is playing uh, playing, is playing catch. C- he's playing catch with Enzo, and uh, apparently Wellman's really really good at it as a null. So good at it that it causes the iconic phrase that you use for the intro of the show, the the alphanumeric. Yeah, I I had actually forgotten that it was this episode that I pulled that soundbite from because I did it like a year ago. Yeah, I always wondered. I'm like, what 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 echoey cool like effect is that? And it's from an episode I hadn't seen, this one. But I mean, he's just catching a baseball. Yeah. Is that alphanumeric? It's a null monster catching a baseball. Oh, I think it's fair. pretty. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you there. I mean, technically, Nullman doing anything is kind of a marvel at this point. Mm-hmm. So he can change shapes, and holy shit! Oh, right, and because Fong comes like, out. Oh, so, like enraptured with this this shape of his dad. Yeah. So it's a- he he's got big ADD energy here. He comes up to Nullman. <laughs> Fong comes out and he's like, "How is little Enzo taking his father's transformation?" And Almond's like, "Well, he's taking it actually pretty good." And Enzo runs over, still dressed like Matrix, by the way, and he's like, "Oh my god, he's so cool!" Like you had said, "Oh, he can change shape," and oh, like he's uh, so cool and he's so smart. Hey, there's Frisket, and then he runs away, and I'm like, "That is such fucking." high ADD energy when I was watching it with my partner she just turned and looked at me <laughs> and I was like I thought, yeah I thought the same thing Cal when I was watching it earlier I'm like oh my god it's it's Cal on screen right now. <laughs> and there you go well you see the thing about uh Wellman the thing about uh Nullman <laughs> is that he's talking with Fong and plastic bag plastic bag plastic bag <laughs> potato chip <laughs> oh spaghettios Spaghettios. I still have your bag of uh, ketchup chips back here. Siege, oh fuck! Did you, ever, did you ever end up eating that? They're still in. They're still in the bag. Should, it's it's might, a monument. <laughs> you might want to eat those soon. They're probably coming dated soon. Oh, Lay's men? No, they last a decade. Oh, let's uh, see. The, the date's Next. usually like two months. Yeah, let's see. On, on potato chips, uh, it's probably on the front. Uh, oh, left hand side. Um, yeah. February eighth. Yes. Yes. You probably want to eat those soon. Trust me. Expired chips, not that great. <laughs> when they lose their crunch and they get chew. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, and like usually expired chip, like you even like you usually even have like a week or two past the date where they're still fine, mm-hmm. but eventually those uh, they're gonna get chewy. And yeah. Stale even better. And- well, and the fact that you guys probably don't have as many preservatives in your food like we do, we do down here in the states, so they're probably you know to date. Oh, I, d- oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> things are a little bit different. I've, I've noticed there are some things that are different. Yeah, and like uh, like a lot of products will say um, that come in because uh, listeners, uh, if you've been listening to this show, you probably know this already. But I work at a grocery store and have done so for over a decade now. Um, but uh, the the boxes of stock will come in, and a lot of the time they'll say uh, uh, for for Canada only or for export only on them, because like the standards are uh, the uh, food standards are different between 
the States and Canada and other countries. Yeah. For Canada yeah, no. only. No one. <laughs> uh, no one's allowed it. <laughs> sometimes they will say for Canada only or or they'll say for export only or uh, declare at the border, international which, only. Declare at the border. Declare this on your customs card, which I uh, I kind of sort of did not do. So. <laughs> so, sweating. Oh, God. <laughs> Those I, I for Canada only. that I had that bag in there until I got home and I opened up my luggage and I'm like, oh, shit. Um, I hope CBP does not come knocking on my door over a $2 bag of chips. <laughs> when I, the last time I went to the States was in uh, like 2016. Uh, I came back and I brought uh, I brought a whole bunch of stuff back with me. Like fuck, I brought beer back with me and everything. Um, nice. And at the uh, at, at the border crossing, the which Canadian border crossing. When you're a Canadian coming back into Canada, it's a very it's a wildly more chill experience than it is being a Canadian going into the states, where you got like dudes with like dickhead attitudes like wearing full riot gear like giving you M16s, like grilling you. Yeah. yeah like <laughs> grilling you about like why you're coming to america uh and then like going back into canada it's just like a couple of people like not even wearing like vests or anything like only one of them was armed they were like super chill they like looked in my bag and they're like oh did you declare oh they're like oh you got some you know snacks and some beer did you declare any of these and i'm like uh I didn't know I was supposed to. And they're like, oh, oh, well, whatever. That's fine. Because it was probably like, what, a couple cans? and It was a couple of bottles of beer and like some candy and some chips. And it wasn't even like, it wasn't like I filled a suitcase full of it or anything like that. It was just like a handful of items. And they're just yeah, like, if oh, you had okay, whole bags whatever. full of like stuff that with the obvious intent to resell, then they'd be on your ass a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They don't give a shit if you're. <laughs> I was just exactly. bringing. I was just bringing back some American craft beer and some Funyuns. Damn it! <laughs> Leave me and my Funyuns alone. But if it yeah. was the other way around and you didn't declare something, oh man, two hundred and fifty dollar uh, charge, and they'd confiscate it. Yeah, yeah. undoubtedly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even when I'm I trying went to over take away our freedom, boy. <laughs> Not the freedoms! Oh my god. You're you're saying when you were. Oh, when I uh, came over to visit you guys in December, um, I did. I will echo the very relatively chill atmosphere that CBSA is when you go into, you know, show your passport and they ask you like, how many days you're going to be here? What's your purpose of of being over here? And they actually asked me about you guys because really? I'm like, I'm over here for like, you know, tourism, hanging out with friends, blah blah blah. And they're like, um, well, how long have you known your friends? I'm like, I've known them for like a year now. We podcast together. And they start asking me about our podcast. Okay. And how is it spelt? Is this, uh, <laughs> is, uh, what y'all talk about on that, on that there podcast lady? I, oh, I these were Canadians we, asking. Yeah. I said we talk oh. about 90s Canadian cartoons. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. And on the way back, they're like podcasting. Where we're where I'm from, we don't take kindly to podcasters. <laughs> and he spits we, in a platoon. <laughs> we we listen to FM radio like real Americans, damn it. <laughs> Pulls out a six shooter. Shoots <laughs> the sky. Uh Speaking of things in the sky, we've got a second firewall that is being built right now to try and keep Damon and friends out. 
Oh, it's right, worth it's because... worth noting that um, uh, Fong mentions uh, because Wellman is like, uh, "Oh my, Enzo has grown so much," and Fong's like, "Well, there's something I should tell you about uh, Enzo growing up." Uh, and then I we, like uh, that. You were talking about uh, Cal. You were talking about uh, Enzo having like your energy. We cut over to Bob staring at the the firewall that uh, you were mentioning, Christina, having to sit. Yeah. That uh, we got Bob channeling some siege energy right here. <laughs> He's like sitting, staring off into oblivion, and just kind of like has his head down. It just looks so it's, miserable. It's, it's sad Bob scene. It's like sad Enzo music, but it's a sad Bob scene. <laughs> Yeah, he, he's he's got some big siege energy right here, going right here. This is my favorite scene, probably, in all of uh, that and the the car ride scene in the previous episode. This Go is ahead. uh this is great. It. No, it's just uh, hexadecimal like pops up and he's like, oh, oh, I didn't I didn't see you there or I didn't hear you like coming up. And she's like, oh, it's a virus thing. And I'm like, did viruses sneak up on people often? And I'm trying to think, other than Hex just appearing beside people, did Megabyte? There, there have been a few times where he's gotten the drop on people, right? But for the most part, he's quite lumbering. He is. You can hear him, like, down the hallway. Like, like in kunk, season- kunk, kunk, kunk. Yeah. yeah like season one, episode six, Belly of the Beast, when he's, like, running around the tour trying to find where Enzo and Frisket are. You can just hear the metallic footsteps just echoing everywhere. Tackles the hover tank. Yeah. That's <laughs> that, that uh, not not so great episode that that was <laughs> so even yeah, bad episodes have good parts <laughs> yeah yeah in the belly of the beast though i think is probably one of the worst episodes of season one as long as um the um uh the freaking uh chode blaster episode <laughs> <laughs> exists i i love how some uh some people that listen to the show like like absolutely defend that they're like hey now and we're like we're not saying it's like the worst show ever made we're saying it's the worst episode of reboot (laughs) there's a difference yeah we're we're not uh uh we're not trying to to pry the uh the load smasher out of your cold dead hands or (laughs) i don't know Toad Blaster. <laughs> so that's, what's that that that's like my brand of comedy right there. And I can't even remember. I was watching something recently or listening to another podcast, and they were doing something very similar to what I was doing in that episode, which was I was calling the the uh the code the code master something different every every, every time. time. <laughs> and like it was just like a bit that I started doing and just ran with. And, and then I, was, I re- helped, and then we we both yeah, just called. Yeah. And I was listening, I can't remember, I was watching another show or listening to another podcast recently, and they had a, like, they had a bit very similar to that. And I'm like, that is my kind of comedy right there. Subscribe. (laughs) Well, pretty much. So, uh, anyway. Yeah, where where were we? Oh, right. Hexadecimal shows up. Um, Is it just me or? uh, Go ahead. Oh, I was saying like, hello, cheeky. And yeah. then there she is. Um, viruses are light on her feet. Didn't hear you. Blah, blah. And they're just kind of hanging out, watching what's going on. Um, and, then, and she asks, like, can I do anything for you? Can I help? And Bob is just like, you know, sad siege energy right here. You lost your powers. You can't do anything. I could power up again. And he's like, oh, God. God, no. Please. <laughs> okay. I could go viral again. 
And part of me is like, oh, I understand that he wants to. Sorry, like, baby, um, I don't want to have to go get another shot. Damn it. <laughs> uh, part part of me understands that he he views he viewed hexadecimal as what we've we've kind of canonized for ourselves at least as someone who's mentally ill who with the right medication can actually live a somewhat normal life right right and bob the way he reacts is like she just said well i could i could become super powerful again and go off my meds and he's like no no never like don't you you don't need to do that like but i like you right as as a viewer though it's just like um i mean she could close that (laughs) that uh the the break the the daemon created like she she could help a lot as hexadecimal right now but but uh, he's a good man damn it (laughs) it's but it's no it's no bueno damn it you gotta have uh uh he he has ethics yeah and that's mm-hmm. one thing that people can say, oh, well, Bob's the most boring character. No. I don't think yeah. so. He, yeah. he sticks yeah. to what he thinks is right, even at yeah. the scrutiny of others. Because he can't go against his code. Like he tells us almost every episode. But we find out that's not necessarily true. Or mm-hmm. in the very least, his code is different than that of other guardians. The other mm-hmm. guardians are kind of just like, oh, blow it up and ask questions later. He's very much like, no, no, I don't. I don't believe in deletion. I don't think his uh, his. I, line, I love that about him. His line of "I can't go against my code." I don't think it means he's literally incapable of doing that. I think it's like Agreed. I think it's just him saying like he has like a set of morals and ethics that he has to follow, and he is uh, he is morally compelled to stick to them. He, he has like yeah um, a personal like code. That's yeah, how yeah. I, I viewed it too, because as we found out, other guardians absolutely can kill, and are huge douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do like the uh, the the notion um, that the show introduced in season three that you know making you a like you being a guardian like necessary. All right, even they did that in season two actually with Turbo like double crossing Mouse. Uh, being a guardian doesn't necessarily make you. Uh, inherently like a great dude mm-hmm. like not you're not necessarily a great person just because you're a guardian and that's yeah, interesting other, because go ahead yeah or like any other job that you may be um required to you know take an oath of office or to abide by a set of rules or standard moral right. conduct right so politics it's, a judge a police officer like firefighters etc you, you can be a bad dude and still be a police officer but that doesn't mean that there aren't a lot of police officers that won't take bribes that are incorruptible that actually grew up believing the cops were the good guys right right yeah you ever see that uh movie training day uh yeah i i I thought in theaters actually i was shocked i liked it so much (laughs) Dr. Dre, yeah. Snoop Dogg, Ethan Hawke, baby. <laughs> Check it out. There you go. My favorite good cop, bad cop kind of movie. Oh, face, there's Face Off, but that's a classic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, well, one's a criminal, ter- not a cop. Anyways. <laughs> not, not in terms of movies, but uh, one of my favorite TV series of all time is The Shield. So, hey, listeners out there, if you're fans of The Shield, reach out, because I love that show. 
Um, there was a PS2 game. <laughs> the Shield game. There was, yeah. I talked about it on Twitter the other day. <laughs> oh, right, right yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I was actually like chomping at the. I was that game kept getting delayed, and I was like chomping at the bit, like waiting for it to come out. It just kept getting delayed. By the time it came out, it was like several like, years, like like. It was a PS2 game that I think came out in like 2007 or something like that. Like after <laughs> like the PS3 was already out, like the game was delayed so much. And like that was around the time the show was in its like penultimate season and like which was like season 6, I think. And the game is set between because it had started development so long ago. It was set between seasons 2 and 3. <laughs> yeah. And, I, Instead game... of it being a standalone story. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the um, yeah, it's it, it it's such a bad game. I'd I'd really love to track was, it down though, and just uh, right, and, and just give it another play. I, play I played it. Uh, it's big like feature that wasn't new. It was probably new at the time of development. Was that um, you could like find information out by like you know being a good cop, or you could be a bad cop and like turn on an <laughs> oven and slam his face down and burn him, and you know like. Bad See, cop was, your way to info. That was kind of novel when they started development of that, but like yeah. the Punisher game that had come out like two years prior. Did it better? Uh, did it better? <laughs> oh, right. And it came out beforehand. Uh, yeah. That that uh, original Xbox PS2 Punisher game is really good. I wish it's a shame that it's a licensed game. So it like because of like light, how licensing deals work, like it'll never see the light of day again. But I really wish there was a way that that game could get like at least like backward compatibility on xbox or something oh yeah it, it'll never happen because it's, no, it's an old license game but... emulators <laughs> yeah yeah well you know what did they ever mention is there anything like emulators and reboot no because not uh... really they weren't really a thing in the early 2000s were they they were, but they were still kind of in their infancy. Because, like, I remember having um, uh, uh, Super Nintendo and, like, NES and Sega Genesis emulators on my Dreamcast back in, oh, like, shit. 2001. Yeah. Dreamcast wins again. <laughs> Actually, um, like, emulation was a thing that started in the late 90s. There's a... I don't want to hang on this too long, but it's actually a really fascinating story. And um, because... Em emulators became kind of became a the thing that they were because like someone started developing a um like a playstation emulator and sony like leapt on them and sued the shit out of them and like lost um and then that like i don't know it, it it's a really like fascinating story i i recommend reading up about it they, the well, history, they lost that yeah they lost good the history of <laughs> The, the the history of console emulators is quite fascinating. I think it was a modern vintage gamer. I saw a video talking about which uh, Cal uh, check out modern vintage gamers channel. Um, he makes really makes really interesting videos. They're like deep dives into like um, uh, like things like emulation, like how console hardware works and stuff like that. Uh, I'm a big fan of the guy. I have it up on the side, so I won't forget. <laughs> I was yeah. what, what? Oh, I was, this does look up my alley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he he's great. He's a he's really a, a, a charismatic guy too. I used to support him on Patreon for a while. It was funny. I was watching a video where he was talking about how to um, upgrade the hardware, um, 
of uh, an original Xbox, like upgrading the the RAM, the onboard RAM and things like that, and like replacing like uh, like the chipset in it. Um, and uh, my uh, uh, per a person in the the house was like just happened to come into the room as I was watching the video, and he was like talking about like uh, like oh having to like pull back like uh, the pins and like solder and solder like the BSOP chip and like things like he was just talking about stuff like that and she looked at it and she was like she was like and then looked at me like that she's like this is probably the nerdiest thing i've ever seen you watch i'm like um, i'm like it's cool it's cool it's really interesting i can't remember if i posted it on which social media or just privately remember when i like documented me taking apart cleaning like very thoroughly and putting back together my xbox Yes. the xbox i remember yeah. that yeah um yeah uh i can take that apart and put it back together through memory uh it's really like simple but yeah i, I figured out how it worked i had like looked online and i was like oh doesn't actually seem that hard to mod this and that's kind of been on the back i put it back together runs really well all the uh, dust well, everything gone well if you want to mod uh, an original Xbox, um, Modern Vintage Gamer, that is the channel for you. He talks about it a lot because that's how he got his start in, uh, and now he's actually a game developer. About <laughs> how he got his start in like modding and emulation was on the original Xbox. So he he has a lot of fondness for that system and talks about it a lot. It was actually what drew me to the channel because I too am fond of the original Xbox. Cool. I'll actually have to check him out. Yeah, it seems right up my alley. Do I do either of you? Man, there's so many great screenshots from this episode. No, right? Um, Hexadecimal, like, leaning against Bob as he's, like, kind of cringing away, as I'm a big fan of. And she's hard coming on to him. She's like, is there anything I can help with? And I'm like, whoa, reboot changed. Like, this, they're not even hiding the innuendo <laughs> anymore. Oh, yeah. I like the faces that Bob makes, because she, like pushes him down and like climbs on top of him and straddles him and like the faces he makes some like periodically to the camera periodically as she's leaning yes. against him they both have weird faces like it's almost like hex doesn't know how to make facial expressions mm -hmm. which makes sense have, did you notice that like she'd smile like really weird and like <laughs> it, it's like it's like she's still trying to get used to the fact that she has that power in her face now yeah that um uh as somebody who uh, has been and more or less been plagued by like facial tics and like that kind of thing. I was like, yeah, I feel that. That just mm -hmm. like weird, like facial facial movements that you don't know you're making. And it kind of feels like she doesn't realize she's making crazy faces, <laughs> <laughs> but um, she pins him down and lays one on him. And, and he's like, but dot. And she's like, she'll do nothing. I already asked her. And he's like, what? And he's like, yeah, she said, you're just friends. And then he gets the look on his face. Like she said, we're just friends? Question mark. <laughs> it's like, yeah, she just wants to be friends with you. <laughs> and part of me is like, there you have it, Bob. There you have it. Go. Nothing, nothing you got nothing back. to lose, man. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to live your life not having boned a virus? <laughs> That's the question we must all ask ourselves at some point in our lives. 
Yeah, uh, and I mean, like, in this particular scenario, it's like, why not just bone Hex, and then, you know, if there's a chance with Dot down the road? Th then? Like, go go with that. But like, Why not uh, both, is what I'm saying. Why yes. not both? <laughs> right? Well, I'm glad you agree. Sounds like Lady Glitch agrees, too. No, no, no um, no, okay, so, in defense, though, um, Dot is probably number one favorite character. Someday we'll have to go down like a, a top fives for all of our, our characters. Have we already done that? We did episodes for season three. We did episodes, but not characters. Right. right. Someone on our Q&A episode, uh, Alphanumeric number 40, someone did ask us what our favorite characters were. Oh, right, okay, right, right. yeah. Uh, but I was we like, can, wait a second. Like, but that's we, like we, one particular character, though. Uh, we can talk about that this that that and a whole bunch of other things because after i think after we're done season uh four we should do like a like mega megabyte sized like episode where we just talk about the show as a whole and like bullshit and well uh listeners uh sniddler will 100 percent be back for that yeah oh yeah um yeah yeah definitely he's got a lot to, to say <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, so um, yeah, I, I think we we should do that. That'll be okay, episode. Yeah. Uh, I'll save my rant then. That I think that'll yeah, be so episode fifty-two, fifty-three of Alphanumeric, yeah. maybe something like that. You know, I might according to my math. <laughs> according to my, it should be episode fifty-two actually, uh, because this is uh, forty-seven, and then four more episodes will take it to fifty-one. So yeah, fifty-two. Ooh, uh, keep go. an eye out. Uh, AP Snidler will return <laughs> at the very least on alphanumeric number 52. There you go. Yes. Yeah. So, but does he bone? I like to think that he does, but, but I mean, they bone Dot, under the glow of this firewall, which ex like explodes like right when they're kissing. That's a, good, a, that's a good screenshot. Oh yeah. The silhouette uh, of them. I, I, I'm going to make the, the episode art, uh, 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 sad Bob, big siege energy, <laughs> where he's like sitting with his like his head, hands on his knees, and uh, yeah, yeah, look at looking like depressed. <laughs> if you can splice it, like like something like that or whatever, and have like <laughs> ADT Enzo on one side. Oh, well, I've been Enzo. I've been uh, flexing my my Photoshop uh, muscles as of late, like on uh, what was it episode seventy of uh, our Beast Wars podcast? Too much yeah. energy on. I decided to just like stack like three reaction faces of Rat Trap on top the, of the meme of like reaction of Rat Trap looking left, Rat Trap looking right, and then Rat Trap staring dead into the camera. Yes, yeah. that's good. Um, like caption material. Yeah. Yeah. But they don't have a chance to bone, do they? No, or they were boning before the thing explodes, and we just don't see it. Uh, this see, is a children's show, after all. God damn. <laughs> they didn't have time. I, I like how she's like, hop in, Bob. I'll drive! And yes. I'm like, maybe don't let Hex drive. There are so many times, uh, especially when like Hex freaks out later on in the episode, we're in my head. Like I'm like... This would be so much better if it wasn't a kids show and Hex could just curse. Oh yeah. Like when, when she was like when Damon like has Bob and like uh Hexadecimal is like, uh get away from him. And you she like flips Get away from him, you bitch. <laughs> right. A couple moments in my head where I'm like, I'm like, I feel like this is a moment where like someone would be cursing right now. 
Oh yeah. And if anyone would would be, it's uh, it would be Hex fighting Damon. Which oh man, I can't fucking wait to <laughs> dive into that. So what happens here? Oh, the new and improved like Bob Mobile rolls up, doesn't crash. Bob Did we Mobile. ever find out who fixed that? No. no. The Bob Mobile. I like to think it was that biker binome. Probably. While he was away in um in just the like, web. Biker yeah. binome was like just decking it out. Uh, maybe in Bob's will, he left the car to her because she was a, a car aficionado. And then when right. he came back, she's like, oh shit. Well, here's your car. And he's like, what the hell? Is this? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah, my head yeah. cannon. Yeah, I, I, I remember who you're talking about now. Yeah. Didn't she have a funny voice? Remember Sniddler do, doing the voice for her? Or was that me? Same, same diff. <laughs> no, I, yeah, she 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 had a voice, and like his impression of her was like was like an old woman who like smokes like oh, two the packs smoker a day. cough and i'm like hey <laughs> and you're like and we're like it's not quite to that level like dial it down a little bit in defense of biker by them yeah <laughs> yeah so, so what's hex happening here up. um hex rolls up with the car they jump in they go down to the principal office or hanging out the gateway thing bob jumps out and it's like and he's like we'll never be able to evacuate the city in time. So he's got one train of thought. Doc comes walking over with a different train of thought. She's like, who said we're evacuating the city? And she like looks up at the sky and she's like, where's GameCube when you really need one? I like that. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, when she, <clears throat> because what's happening here is that she realizes um I, I guess I missed this transition, but she realizes Mouse is working for Damon because she says that she had said earlier in the last episode, oh, as soon as Mouse comes back. And now she's saying, because Bob's like, hey, new second firewall. Nice. Yeah. And she's like, oh, it can't hold Mouse back for long. And I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, okay. So they know they've lost Matrix. Yeah, even, and, and in the principal office scene um, that was at the very beginning, a couple minutes ago, Specky's like, it's impossible to make a new firewall code because mouse ain't here and it's just it's too scary. No. Yeah, poor old why'd they send mouse to assassinate the Damon? I understand, like that's her thing. Mm -hmm. Like, right? Like she's an assassin hacker, right? It's the most cyberpunk character on the whole freaking show. But like kind of the most important person for yeah, mainframe. It's... <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's uh, not she a good drive. Plan. It's probably because she could drive ship undetected. Oh, man, I, I just wish they didn't try that. But I understood that. Um, well, we'll we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um, she, oh, man, she had to, right? Because yeah. wasn't Matrix taking off? Yeah, she went with Matrix. And she couldn't stop him. So she's like, well, okay, if you're going to go try to take her out, like, I'll go with you. So if yeah, one of them, yeah, he was motivated was by the fact that, yeah, because uh, uh, that's what his motivating factor was was that she had Andrea, and he's like, oh, I got to go save her, and, and there's always safety in numbers. He's blunt force. He's gonna go in and give her a bullet with her name on it, and um, she's sneaky and she great plan shooting her in the head and chopping her head off from the shadows. Great fucking plan if you could hurt her. Mm -hmm. She's uh, she she's kind of invincible though, by, yeah. the, by the by the looks of it. 
by the stand by normal weaponry yeah right. anyway so um there's a scene that's happening here where um enzo sees uh i really like her dress um hexadecimal sprite uh bend down and she's like talking to little enzo and she's like petting frisket dot kind of loses her shit huh yeah she's, she's like, like get away from him and, and Enzo's like, like enzo get away <laughs> little enzo's like but sis and hex immediately jumps on with yeah sis yeah she and like what? pouts her face and she's like but sis and i'm like <laughs> amazing i can't i thought i would hate this rework of her because i've seen pictures of like white and gold hex on the internet and stuff and i'm like oh no i'm gonna hate this aren't i um mm-hmm. going into season four because i haven't i haven't watched it right um man no no <laughs> i really like hex as a sprite and her calling dot sis yeah yep, i dig it uh it and this is where she mentions that she loves children, but she can never eat a whole one. She's like, but I simply adore children. And she does that fake kind of like thing, but I could never eat a whole one. And then everyone just kind of looks at her like, like yeah, what yeah. She's like, it's yeah. a joke. I'm joking. I love that. I was like, Hex is funny now. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so go, watching this episode and I saw it was called Sacrifice. This is what I initially thought. <clears throat> um, there, you know how there's like different waves of like going to like Alcoholics Anonymous or whatever. There's like denial and this and and acceptance yeah. and all that stuff. Um, it was different characters for me. It was like, oh, Bob, he's fading. He's gonna do something. He's gonna kill himself, right? And then as we um, kept going, I was like, oh no, it's it's dot fuck man and i went through different characters until i realized what the the sacrifice was and i and then you they, they you got pulled, me and then you pulled a bob from last episode and just like fell down to your knees and like held your arms in the air and like screamed no no <laughs> you know me well <laughs> should photoshop a my face onto onto Bob <laughs> from a screenshot. <laughs> but um, you know how you were saying, where's a game when you need one? Yep, here comes one right now. And you know who's super stoked for it, but no one else is? Dot. Dot, because she got a plan. Yeah, so, so she, she she tells Enzo, little Enzo, uh, so here's what I want you to do, bud. Uh, I want you to go over uh, into that game over there, buds. And uh, once you get in the game, uh, I want you to lose the game. But before you do that, buds, uh, uh, double tap your icon, eh? And uh, I want you to go into game game sprite mode and take off. And he's like, but sis. And she's like, she's like, "Uh, no, but sis me. Uh, Just uh, just do as I say, you know, take off. and little Enzo is just like, don't worry, Bob, it's going to be okay. I'll come back and save y'all. Yeah, because like Bob's like, <laughs> what the? No, no, no. Big, big no, no. And she had told Bob, don't fight me on this. And I'm but like, I, fuck, go Dot. I have no idea why I went like Canadian with that. <laughs> so we were watching our favorite show, Reboot, the other day. Hey. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> 
and uh watching reboot and podcast and sure as hell beats fighting dudes with treasure trails yeah <laughs> <Not> even <laughs> so you're sitting around watching reboot with your pals the other day uh flatter kenny was about uh reboot was it no no that that's that um every episode of letter kenny uh usually begins with somewhat like usually wayne the main character or one of the other main characters being like so you were blank with your blank 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 with your pals the other day yeah <laughs> usually however almost so every we're, episode starts we're off. sitting around in front of the farm the other day yeah yeah shooting some pool shooting the shit with your your buds the other day <laughs> yeah like stuff like that so you're all sitting around with your pals drinking a bunch of brewskis waiting for the hockey game to come on the other day <laughs> <laughs> sitting around watching reboot <laughs> podcasting the other day okay okay that's enough okay I... <laughs> fuck letter kenny is a funny show jesus christ i've watched the latest season twice now and uh so here's my um like first clue maybe what i'm talking about is obvious but we had different ideas so i'll present my case here um yeah. The idea of, oh, time moves differently in the game. So you'll go, you'll spend a decade getting buff, becoming like big Matrix, and then you can come back and save the day just like Matrix did. I mean, Matrix didn't do it by himself, right? And she's like, Frisket, go with him. And Frisket kind of like nods. Mm -hmm. Frisket's in on this. This isn't for him to leave. <laughs> this isn't, man, rewatching this is like, gives me some feels this isn't for enzo to leave and actually become older and strong and come back mm -hmm. if he leaves he can't get infected by damon right and he can't be ex uh, killed if they decide to um blow up mainframe mm -hmm. so see, she's I, saving her brother see i kind of like your theory here cal because otherwise it's kind of a dumb plan it, on dot's that, part and Here, hey, hey Enzo, go into a game and just go get lost for potentially all eternity and then come back someday when you're a grown-up. Like, really? She's that's, she's that's, saving her her brother. On, on the yeah, on the surface, it's kind of a dumb plan. Yeah, so but the thing is, she's not telling anyone else this because they wouldn't agree. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, yeah, exhibit Bob, one. Because Bob is trying to reason with Dot, like there has to be another way to do this. And Dot's just like, no, I've made my mind up. This is what we're going to do. And that's when I realized, oh, she's got a zero sum <laughs> game plan mm -hmm. going on. Which is why um, she even says, hey, if Damon needs you to be the messenger, we'll get to that part in a bit. Damon needs you to be the messenger. So it's important that um, like you escape to the web or the net, Bob. Mm -hmm. Right. So her her game plan is nuke everything, but send everyone else away. And and Fong knows. Yeah. I'll I'll point out how he knows uh later. No, and as we watch um Hack and Slash take Frisket and Enzo into the game, here's something that I've never seen before. They managed to enter the GameCube from the side instead of directly underneath. I thought I saw that and I'm like, I'm gonna pretend I didn't see that. No, I just I just saw it too. So yeah, I, I think that's just a mistake on, on their end. I don't think you can actually enter. Uh, in fact, well, here's the thing. Um, uh, Christopher, we have seen in season one that if you don't get underneath it and you hit the side as it's coming down, um, it deletes um, the hover tanks and it presumably yeah. sprites that collide into it. Yeah. All apart. 
or if you're hack and slash, you <laughs> fall apart or whatever. Um, I think it's just a animation mis- mistake they did. They weren't really thinking or something because you have to be under it, right? Apparently in every episode until this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's just kind of a con- like a little little mistake. Here. Yeah. Yeah. An oopsie daisy. Yeah, I think it's an oopsie daisy. You're right, though. They they do. Yeah. And then in the following scene, um, Bob and Dot are walking about, and Dot shoots Bob one of his former lines. I don't, I do not believe in the no-win scenario. I'm covering my options. Oh, so it ends as an option now. Right. Um so they're 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 reconstructing the the stargate and this is where dot explains what her plan is here is to lure lure damon to it um and uh destroy destroy her uh she mentioned something about like uh scattering her across like the corners of the net or something like one one access point multiple uh destinations um and uh, help me out here. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so they're talking. Bob's like, "Oh, what? I'm supposed to go and just hide in the net?" And like- um, yeah, exactly. Dot's like, "Exactly." And and he's like, "What happens to mainframe?" And she breaks character. She looks she, sad, uh, and there's sad music that starts to play as she looks yeah. away. So and you can actually look in her eyes, like she's keeping her eyes on Bob, but she's also directing her voice behind her, like. Dad is everything ready. Like she, she, she knows answer. what's gonna happen, but she yeah. doesn't want to admit it. <laughs> yeah. So I think Fong, her, and Wellman, Nelman, um, this no, this is a yeah. uh, 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 tactical um, what's the kamikaze? <laughs> <laughs> it's a trap, yeah. And uh, what happens? Wouldn't you know it? Uh, Damon comes on through. Yeah. We'll blow yeah, you were trying to explain what the plan was here. The plan was when she enters the gateway, to get back to what Christopher was saying, when she enters the gateway, hit send. Yeah, we'll blow her code to the far corners of the net. So presumably, just we talk about um, Stargate all the time, but I mean, that's what's happening here. They're planning on, um, what's it called when it shoots out first? Christopher, and the Stargate shoots out and like kills everything in, in front of it. Oh, that's before the, it stabilizes um, the event horizon or the event, the event horizon. Yeah. Oh, I got a Stargate thing right. <laughs> um, I, that's what I thought. I, I, I kept thinking, I'm like, how would this hurt her? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> turn it on when she's in front of it. <laughs> right. Which, it, it, it's kind of a weird plan though, because it's like, it, you're assuming she's going to be lured right to exactly to this spot that you want her to go to. What if she like, doesn't go there? What if she doesn't go there? And there doesn't seem to be anything. There's nothing here that implies to me that like, this is the place that she would go specifically. She's also not dumb. She might see a big circular stargate and go, that is a stupid place to stand. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> um, but I mean, I guess that's, all they got also can't she touch the ground and like shoot energy out and infect you from a distance absolutely that's what she does when she lands oh yeah their plan fails (laughs) (laughs) i forgot 
Yeah, their plan fails because she does exactly that. She like floats down and like uh, infects all the ground around. Oh yeah, them Damon's and here. Infects them. Suddenly yeah. she's here. Yeah. She's As if on cue. Hello, Dot. Almost sounded Cockney. Hello, Dot. Oh, I'm here <laughs> to infect mainframe. I am. <laughs> oh. No, she does not have a cock. She'd be insulted by that. Fong, the wise one, and Dot. And um, then she looks at Hex and uh, she's like, you suck. Bitch, you suck. Yeah, she loves everyone, especially the messenger, Dot. And she's like, you. What does she say? She's like, Exidesimel, you have turned into an abomination. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's yeah, like, you're, bitch, you're kind. Yeah, and I, I, now, I actually like, if... I, I like this bit here because uh, uh, Hex is like, uh, forgive me, my lady. And she's like, no. And then just like, oh, when she becomes throws her, throws her like back into the wall. Yeah, it's like, yeah Bob gets defensive of Hex for a second before mm-hmm. she infects everyone. And because she's like, you are abomination to your kind. And Bob gets really angry. And she's like, no, she's not one of you anymore. Yeah, I mean. Uh, Go, Bob. Like, uh, man. When, here, here, here's a quick like uh, here's a quick thing. When um, Damon looks at Hexadecimal, says her name. Hex blinks at her and then lowers her head like she did something wrong. So I feel like she and Damon have tangled before or have worked together. Yeah, look at that body language. It's like, oh shit, I have like- Even before she's infected. Yeah, like deep in my soul, I have betrayed my viral kind in a way. I don't know that they've necessarily like met before. I think she's just- um... It's like a cousin's thing. Well, she's like, uh, like, how could you do this, cuz? <laughs> yeah, and it, 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 like, in this moment, she's like kind of spellbound by, um, by, by Damon. And so, if like, like everyone, when they're possessed by uh, the Damon infection, they all like are like very like loving and very like, uh, like amorous and jovial toward her. Um, not jovial. Even um, Turbo gets turned. Yeah. Um, but, and that's, I think that's reflected on the fact that Damon's attitude toward everyone is, you all must hear the word. But, like, she's pissed off at Hexadecimal uh, for basically turning her back on being a virus, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, when she, when Hex becomes spellbound by And apologizes, Damon, yeah. She... Hex feels that anger and like disgust that uh, Damon has for her, but because she's spellbound by her, she's feeling like really sheepish and embarrassed and, and embarrassed and ashamed. Mm-hmm. Y- yes, because like they want to please her. So it's not yeah. that she feels bad; it's that their minds get rewritten to absolutely please. Because um, we saw Deacon. We saw him act like that too. He'd be like, my lady, I failed you. And she'd be like, sometimes she'd be like, no biggie. And other times she would be like, you die yourself, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) You know what? I didn't think you were that hot anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'll pour. I've only got a little bit left in this 40 here. I guess I'll pour one out for myself. Pour one out for me into my mouth. 
we just actually also said bye to Rhinox on Beast Machines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Damon touches down, infects everybody on the ground in the airspace, all of mainframe. And yeah, and um, I think it was Christopher said she like tries to kill Hex or what is that like? In the uh, very she, least, hurt her. She she force pushes her into a wall enough that the solid whatever the wall is made out of it's technically not made out of anything because it's a digital space, but it cracks yeah. and crumbles like a Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> yeah. character smacking yeah. into it and right before this she's like it's time to be reunited with your oh. friends and so she brings back mouse andrea and matrix and mike the tv she's still in the sequence suit <laughs> yes. I I take that off man this isn't you <laughs> he has heard the word and the word is bird like he, oh right because he, he's talking like a southern like televangelist right Yep. Oh, yeah. So now they enter the principal office. Damon's leading the way. Everyone's following. And Hex is all passed out outside. And, you and can her see face is cracked. Yeah, her mask has that crack in it. Uh, and then, man, oh, I, I like this, like, in quotes, mm -hmm. like, episode. Because it was, uh, Christopher, it was originally made as a movie, but then just split up for episodes, right? Yeah. Um, man... Lady Glitch game? actually has my uh, my my season four uh, uh, Canadian oh, right. season four uh, uh, DVD of reboot where it is presented as two movies and right and I, I've I, I've said it several times that yeah you purely can, can't get that shit in the states um, this true? but but yeah and I I've said it like several times now but like I think these work better as movies than they do as uh, individual episodes. And this very this entire episode feels very much like the culmination, like the third act of a movie. Yeah, yeah, I I, I dig it. I dig it a lot because the game um, says uh, the voice says game over, but not user wins. Yeah, yeah, so it lifts up and Hack is like, dude, what the fuck happened? We were supposed to stay in the game. <laughs> I like that Enzo's like. And I know, like he seems amazed at himself. <laughs> that he actually won the Yeah, game. like he's in disbelief. He's like, I know. And they're like, why didn't you lose? I, What does he say? Uh, he just basically says that he can't do it. Like he... I uh, couldn't do it. Oh, he couldn't leave his family. Right. He, he couldn't leave his family behind. And is this the part where like hack, like hack and or slash is like Matrix and he flips out and he's like, he's like, stop calling me Matrix. I'm not, I'm not a little... I love this. Guy. Um, yeah. I like that hack slash frisket Enzo look around and they're like, why is everything green? <laughs> oh, yeah. What yeah. is this green stuff? I got a bad feeling. <laughs> and um, Enzo quickly puts together that this is uh, Damon's doing. That Damon must be in mainframe. So they're fine. That's intriguing. She infected the system, but it's not like an ongoing thing. Right. It's not like yeah. the Medusa virus where if you or sorry, I mean, it is like the Medusa virus in that if you touch a surface that's already been like infected, you're fine. But if you're hit by the infection wave, it gets you. I mean, who knows? We haven't uh, uh, hack and or slash was very were very um, uh, careful to avoid the like pulsating green like web mm -hmm. on the ground. So who knows if they had touched it, maybe they would have been infected. 
I love that he's like, hack, long range scanner. And hack's hand, as if he's talking to a key tool. And hack's hand, like as if his key tool's name is hack and slash. Wouldn't it be cool if they turned into Enzo's key tool? Anyways, he says, long range scanner. And Hack's hand goes in and comes out as just a regular pair of binoculars. And I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck's sakes. <laughs> you so make do with what you can, right? Yes. Right. So little Enzo takes the binoculars and starts looking around what's going on. The, the smaller ball on top of the principal office opens up like a flower bloom. And you can see Damon controlling Bob up there to start creating portals. And uh, what are those portals to? They the portal. systems she couldn't access? Sure. Right? Uh, yeah. Michelle doesn't really go into it. We can she, she just needs him to make portals. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he looks to another area and he sees Andrea and regular Matrix just kind of hanging out, being cute. He's like, and, uh-oh. Yeah, and Slash is like, what are we going to do? Yeah, and this is so, where, this I is love where this. Go en- ahead. Enzo like flips out and, and they're like, Matrix, what are we going to do? And he's like, he was like, stop calling me Matrix. Like, I'm Enzo. I'm not a renegade. Like, I, I didn't like live through the games, like blah, blah. Like, I'm a guardian. And he like double taps his icon and like changes his clothes back to his like guardian, like cadet outfit from the I end love- of season two. Yes. Yes. Little Enzo ends up being the MVP in this episode, in oh, my opinion. Fucking and there, love. Absolutely. There, there's a scene coming up where he gives a speech. The speech that he gives to Matrix to help him break the infection. Like, yes. It's like one of the best parts, one of the best moments in this series, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely the probably my favorite part of season four so far. Y- yes. And up until now. Little Enzo has just been an annoying background character yeah. with an identity crisis. And bam, like, you know, like, I'm just trying to do my best, like, guardian a cadet. Um, Enzo is back. And yeah. fuck yeah, man. Like, wow. I I love this. I, I love that it's not a scheme where he gets weapons or tricks. It's about him going to his friends and snapping them out out of it and Mm -hmm. um why don't we get into that um i think slash um tries to go deal with damon and he's diced into pieces by mouse yep he's like step away from the portal and then just slice slice pile so um well we've seen them sliced before so he's probably okay right (laughs) Mm -hmm. um but yeah um hack's very defensive of uh of little enzo when they go to approach matrix Frisco's even growling. And um, this... this uh, uh, I think you hit the mute button, Cal. No, I was I was stuttering and thinking. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, this I... is... This is probably the most important part of season four. Yeah, so uh, uh, Matrix and Andrea are still like... Um are still under Damon's influence and uh, Enzo ends up reasoning with Matrix because uh, basically like what happens is uh, Frisket starts growling at uh, Matrix. Uh, he ends up biting him and Matrix like gets like really pissed off and he's like, make him stop or I'll 
and Enzo's like, well, you'll what? You'll you'll hurt you'll hurt Frisket. He's like, yes, I'll hurt Frisket. He's like, we you're we love that dog. Like this isn't you. Like you gotta fight. You gotta fight Damon. Like and he's like, remember you, you hate viruses. You hate viruses. You hate megabytes. Get like, the darkness in your soul. Embrace the hate. I laugh so much at that, and I'm like. <laughs> A little Enzo understands Matrix, just like the viewers understand Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's this edge lord who's all like, huh, never trust a virus. <laughs> right? And right. I love that, the, the whole him embracing his emotions mm-hmm. of love and hate. Right? Like, you would never hit Frisket. Like, who the hell are you? Yeah. How can yes. you say you love anyone, love Damon more than Frisket? Yeah. 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 And, you, and little Enzo is like, use your hate. You hate viruses. You hate megabyte. And uh, uh, Matrix comes too and uh, double taps his icon and like react to it because he's in um, game sprite mode, I believe. Yeah, That's I right. Like full guardian mode. So, yeah. We saw him go that his icon was game sprite mode in like an episode or two ago. And we were like, huh. He's just chilling in game sprite mode because it's to evade the guardian of the the other guardian sensing him. Yep. So he just taps it, it goes into a normal icon, and he's free. Yeah, switching back to his uh guardian PID actually like cleanses his infection. And that Mm -hmm. makes me think that the mainframers have an extra defense against Damon. And I'm like, wait, is this is this well written? What show am I watching? Like that, because that's something unique to main mainframers, right? They're they're prepared for this. Uh oh, if we get caught in a game scenario. Um, I I don't know if it necessarily is unique to mainframer. I don't think it's really stated one way or another. It's not stated, but it it the fact we I'm... it might be regardless. It's a cool, um, believable situation in which they can go back to being themselves. I feel like the game sprite mode is only available for those sprites that have a cert- they have achieved a certain level of upgrade. Because anytime we see game over user wins, it's just a bunch of freaking nulls because there are no other like sprite sprites that are oh, in that any- game. Anyone can be turned into a null if they lose the game by right, known but, sprites. But, but do they have the compatibility to train to get themselves in the game sprite mode, or do they have that knowledge within them to do so? I, I think as what, long I as saying, I see yeah. what you're saying, yeah, I think is um, like we're not going to see binomes going into bright, uh, game sprite mode, for instance. Probably yeah. not, <laughs> but it is just a technological thing. Like mouse physically worked on them, so it's not a a matter of. I think I think I could believe any sprite could do it. Okay, maybe not binomes, but it, wasn't there an evolution? Like yes. um, for instance, like the nu- numerical sprites. <laughs> Um, were more advanced than the binomes because we were watching Medusa Bug and they were showing the the level or the speed of degradation once you get right. infected. Like low density items go first, higher density ones last. And then binomes, and then lower level sprites, and then higher level sprites like the humanoid ones. Exactly. Right. I think you're you might be onto something. I believe any yeah, of the humanoid sprites could probably go into game sprite mode. Mm-hmm. If they had that knowledge and, and tech. Yeah. So how do they get Andrea? What what happens here? Um, 
nothing really happens. It's just uh, uh, Enzo or Matrix like breaks free and then we cut away. So then... presumably they just tapped her icon for her, or yeah, or no, Cause... no. Uh, Matrix is taking his guardian icon because we see him do this uh, with right. someone later. Takes his guardian i his guardian PID hex. and uses it to cleanse uh, hex. So presumably off camera he did that too. He Andrea. did that. You're right. As well. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of hex, we go. He didn't back want to, to help her. <laughs> um. Speaking of Hex, we actually go back to the principal office. Little Enzo's walking up the steps. And he's like, Hex, are you all right? And she's just kind of like laying there totally out of it. And she's like, my lady rejected me. And she's like super sad about it. She called me ab an abomination. Yeah, she's under the, the thraldom yeah. of uh, Damon's spell. But yeah, they mm -hmm. uh, cleanse the virus, like uh, Siege said. And... Um, is, is this the part where they're like, uh, oh, uh, uh, you you should uh, cleanse her. And he's like, cleanse her? Why? She's a virus. And then someone is like, he's back to normal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, who said he's back to normal? I, I, yeah, somebody like Enzo or... Yeah, it, I, it, I think it was like Hack or and or Slash. Like one of them was like, was like yeah, oh, well, he's, he's back, back to normal. normal. Yeah. You <laughs> cleanse her. She's a filthy virus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it, it it made me chuckle. And I guess I um, uh, Nolman, <laughs> Nolman Matrix, um, was immune to the virus because he's just a bunch of nulls. Yep, there he is. He's he like, just reforms. <laughs> he's like, and I'm here. <laughs> well, <laughs> now he can now he can reform because uh, Hex has been cleansed. So his ability to oh. and and like we see later on, like when she leaves and it ends up being destroying herself, uh, his like nullman, his null man. There should be a null man. There should be a null man. Uh, just crumbles like the the null because it's all over. it has to do with hex, right? So it's still like even though she doesn't have her viral powers anymore, like her. She is still like linked to the nulls somehow, and she is making it possible for Nullman to become Null Man. <laughs> yeah, you're so, right. She so, still low key has some power over the nulls, as yeah. we saw when she was like tracing, like moving the the nulls around when she was in the principal office. Yeah. So uh, as soon as she uh, is cured of Damon's infection, uh, Null Man is about to is able to return. <laughs> Null man. <laughs> so Nullman becomes null man. Null man, Digivolve too. Null man. <laughs> Digivolve too. Warp Digivolve too. Nullzilla. Oh yeah, and then Giga, Giga yeah. Digivolve. His Giga yeah. form is what There's does it go? It's Mega goes yeah. Uh, Digivolve, Mega, and then Giga. Giga. There must be okay. I'm a, I'm a season one and two Digimon girl, and that's about it. So that's all you need. <laughs> that's all I need. You never even got to the hot Digimon, the ones with giant like boobs and like muscular like frames. Angelon and Lady Devimon are all I need. Okay, so you did get to the hot Digimon. But they were at the end of season one. You're right. You're right. I barely know what you two are talking about. <laughs> that, <so>. That's okay. Eighty <laughs> percent of the things uh, Siege and I talk about. Lady Glitch doesn't know. I, so. I don't know. Now it's now it's my turn in the in the barrel. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, so we get a shot of uh freaking 
Damon touching portals and presumably remotely infecting them. She's just putting her hand in, infecting systems, yep. the last of them. Doesn't seem to give a shit about um, Bob dying. Bob, yeah. yeah. Why would she, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Your function is over. Now it's just a matter of time. And in fact, she kind of fondly looks at her mm-hmm. uh, hour, uh, hourglass. Thank you. Yeah. And um, it almost seems like Dot is going to like break out of it because she comes to Bob's aid mm-hmm. and like kind of looks at Damon as if she's like, what the no. hell? How could, how could you do this? So I'm like, oh, she going to snap out of it? And then we cut to inside of the war room and they're all standing behind the controls and they're just like, Damon's killing Bob. What do we do? We got to do something. And Matrix, Matrix looks at Hex and he's like, well, I'm all out of ideas. It's like, you got anything good? And, and oh. she does because she immediately like uh, stomps away and they're like, uh, where are you going? Uh, she's like to get more power from the core. Mm hmm. Which means, and remember, when she's in a low state, she can maintain being a, a low energy state, she can maintain being a sprite. And she had mentioned, well, I could just go and power up. And yeah. Bob's like, no, 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 no. So, <laughs> whoa there. We uh, we get to see her uh, powered up shortly here. Uh, in a, uh, a, a fight that's actually for the time, and considering this is before, like, something like Man of Steel, like... I got I got Man of Steel like General Zod versus Superman. Vibes. This is hype, okay? Because it's, she it's comes not out of as hard hitting as that movie, but like, hey man, for for, a TV... for the for for a TV show in like two thousand one, like it's pretty fucking hype. It's like the most like Superman esque fight we'd seen. Well, it starts with her like old school. Well, not completely old school hex, but like uh, reformatted by her brother <laughs> hex. Um, and she screams, like, get away from my sprite and, like, fire blasts um, Damon. And it works. She goes flying, like, yeah. across uh, the, the bridge to the principal office. What I love about this is that once she hops out of the core and she comes back out, she, um, she's back in her old, like, like quasi-season one outfit, the red and the black. And she's got, like, little gold trim everywhere. So. Yeah, little, little like custom. This. Yeah. Yeah, it's and, like a mix um, between her season one costume and like her bondage gear from season three. That's that what I was saying. It's like yeah. not yeah. quite her brother giving her bondage gear, but a little bit of season one. So it, yeah. is this the first time we've seen this um, model yeah. of her? I think yeah, so, I think right? So. Yeah. And um, yeah, huge, like huge um, uh, Kryptonians fighting on Earth <laughs> kind of vibes. Like uh, you know, grappling, slamming into each other, walls are exploding, the ground is like being dug up, and there's a really good screenshot of them staring at each other as they're grappling. Damon's this like little 12, she's like a 12, 13 year old girl, right? And Hex is tall in those heels. She's like taller than Thou- all the other sprites in mainframe, right? Uh, thousands upon thousands of Metropolis citizens are dying as buildings like crumble on top of them. <laughs> And yeah, then, Dragon Ball Z blasts are flying then, through buildings. And then uh, little do we know, there's uh, Bruce Wayne down like at ground zero, just like glaring, looking, glaring up, like looking really pissed off. Holding a binome <laughs> in his arms. It's a classic viral bitch fight. I I Thank will def- I will defend Man of Steel and Batman v Superman to my grave. I really like those movies. 
there there are good things I I like a lot about them. Man, like Man of said, the, or, uh, Batman v Superman is more of a mess. Like it, it's a very messy film, but if you watch the ultimate edition, the three hour version, it, you get more out of it. Hey, hey, Lord of the Rings is great if you watch the twelve hour extended edition of the movies. <laughs> yeah, see, you get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> and I have not seen Lord of the Rings at all, so. 12 hour commentary binge here. We go. Oh my God. Uh, sh- sh- sure. No. Sure. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. I, no. I joke, but no, please. No, no, no. I, I, I don't really like Lord of the Rings. I never have. I do, but man, ain't nobody got time for that. No. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, they had fun breaking up mainframe animating this, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, there's even like a Superman like uppercut from Damon and like hexes flying around. It's it's fucking great. I yeah, this it. is this is a hundred percent a Superman fight oh, right yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, and it kind of ends with um, them in a in a standstill because um, when it seems like Damon's winning, Hex just gets back up and she's like, "Oh, you're really starting to annoy me." There's fog. And... there's fog everywhere and then all of a sudden there's randomly a horse walks by F- flickering fires here or there <laughs> still talking about the opening of and, Batman v Superman yeah. <laughs> and um, Damon is like why are we fighting you are now a virus once again we should be friends and at that point the last granule in her hourglass trickles down and the hourglass like shoulder pads she's got on start glowing bright green i'm with christopher and that that'd be a great time for like hex to be like friends with you as if bitch (laughs) (laughs) right like uh but it's really dramatic as that we've been wondering what the time motif who the fuck do you think you are bitch (laughs) (laughs) you have to buy your friends (laughs) well if you think about it um we've been making jokes about uh damon's army of simps right yeah (laughs) right so it's like does somebody with a whole bunch of OnlyFans subscribers really have friends (laughs) um so what happens here you're saying her like she starts to glow and she's like i am damon i am the word yeah, it's like my time. I am not an entity. I am a time, and my time is now. The word is cron. So she is a cron virus, as Bob Which said. Is, and my partner had like pointed mm-hmm. out, she's like, oh shit. My, my yeah, partner said, I think you were, were talking about that last week. Yeah, yeah we my, were... my partner immediately was like, oh, okay. So it's like a timed initiative program. Yep. So what it is, is like, you know, get everything uh, hacked, right? Backdoor or whatever, and then like remotely initiate you know like uh uh in the programming or like whatever for all of them to activate after a certain amount of time so even if they're cut off from the source they would still activate out a given date which is like kind of interesting that the the, they did their homework absolutely and we see damon just kind of like explode a little bit she does yeah she was never meant to to rule that wasn't her purpose Mm-hmm. Even Bob is like, oh shit, you're a cron virus. And then we see the yeah, binary. Every system that she touched start counting down in binary. 
And Andrea's yeah, just, like, just like I've we saw uh, uh, Rhinox do uh, a couple mm -hmm. episodes ago. Zero zero one. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> and Bob and is yet, like, we see Maz Eisley. We see the weird yeah. um, planet that was just a whole bunch of like satellite dishes. Mm -hmm. Very briefly, we saw like Enzo and Andrea on like a satellite dish planet, like a Dyson sphere. Mm -hmm. We see all of them uh, very happily. We see all the binomes and sprites just kind of like stare up in the sky and be like, one, one, zero, one, one. <laughs> and while yeah, all they're, that's they're 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 on some good shit right now, yeah. is uh is what it looks like. Mm -hmm. They're they're mighty they're they're mighty fucking stoned and just like looking up happily, waiting for uh waiting yeah, for dooms waiting waiting for doomsday. This is mm -hmm. like this is like the the mainframe equivalent to like a doomsday cult. That's true. And Bob's, he's dying, by the way, <laughs> very, very much so. She's ex explaining why this is like, this is bad, very bad uh, to Dot. And we get some classic Hex times. She's like waltzing with Bob as he's, get away from him! Because she he's grabs like, him. <laughs> like, Hex, what are you doing? <laughs> and she's dancing with him. Just yeah, yeah, holding his like half alive body. Yeah, like uh, Christina was saying, she's like waltzing with him as he's nah, like nah, barely nah. alive. Nah, nah, nah. She's gone. She's gone like full wackadoo again. She's like she is. She is full back into being like full like BPD season one. Uh, yeah, uh, it's like hexadecimal. I'm gonna take care of you and make you well, and then you will love me as I love you. Aww. I just wanted her to scream at this point, like, or else. That would have been like the like icing on the cake there. Yeah, she actually shoots Dot back. With, yeah, like, because Dot's like, get a Dot's like, hey, we don't have time for this now. And she shoots her. Um, her brother catches her. She's like, I knew this was a bad idea. Yeah, Matrix is like, once a virus, always a virus, or something like <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, Matrix yeah. says some Matrix bullshit. Um, <laughs> so this is Bob, some great Bob, writing by Bob for Bob. Go ahead. Bob explains to her like what's going on. He's like, "Oh, um, you're sick." Uh, yeah, you're sick. And she's like, "I've never felt better. I have the power of the core." And he's like, "Well, basically, like everything's about to to die because Damon was a cron virus and to all things when the countdown reaches zero then that's it that that's everything like that's it's all gone like yeah. everything me we you do. yeah and uh to, to yada yada it a little bit uh hex is basically like well uh well well that just won't do like uh that's not I, good I, enough yeah that <laughs> That's not good enough. I like. I'll do something about this. She screams at uh, Nolman, like, "Start this bitch up!" Yeah, referencing the Stargate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, start to start dialing home. <laughs> <laughs> and and Nolman's like, the only way we can defeat this in times if we have a benign virus to cure everything. And and Hex is like, well, uh, problem solved. We have a virus. Me and Bob's like, well. You're not going to survive this. And she's like, and this is great. I, I love this. Uh, Hex is like, but you will. And without, without, without hesitation, hesitation, without fear, without 
like mm-hmm. um repercussion any, re, yeah she's just all like oh but you will yeah and she she tells bob that she all that she loves him and that she's always loved him and she tells dot to uh to take care of him and oh and like she is so gung-ho on this that she actually like takes control of nolman and makes him like fire up like dial Dial oh, because at, she can control dial back to Abydos to fire up the Stargate. Do you remember what she does to Matrix? She like yeah. rushes over, grabs. Him, oh, right, right. Yeah, slams yeah. him on the ground, rips off his icon, and she's like, "Virus hater, hope you learn something from this." Does something with his icon, and, like throws it back at him. Yeah, like rips runs, it off of him and and yeah. throws it at him. And then, then she, she goes over to uh, to talk to uh, little Enzo, yep. and she's like, "Here, a gift." And she does something to his icon too, which changes uh, changes its color. And she's like, "So you don't end up like him." Yeah, <laughs> she made me. It laugh. turns red and black and gold. Don't the, turn out like him. Yeah, Just the the line like, "Yeah, a gift," so you don't turn out like him. What an outro! Because not only is she not afraid, there's a lot going on here. Mm-hmm. Like what did she do to Matrix's like icon? What did she do to little like Enzo's? And her complete lack of fear. And she's like, oh okay, like she she knows she's gonna die or whatever. It's I'm like, this feels like it could have been stretched out more, but because it's all happening so fast, like you said, she makes Nolman do this. Nobody can stop her. Everybody, no. including little Enzo, are like, hey, don't. Yeah. Then Nolman falls to pieces as we watch. Texas masks with all of her emotions just take over every single system. Right, because he activates the the Skygate and uh, Skygate, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Stargate. Yeah, and she says, I, "I've always loved you." Now, yes, not look after him. Be happy. And I'm like, like man, <sighs> like that's like the sweetest thing in the whole world. So I've never seen season four before. Everyone already knows Hex is my favorite. Like, man, you're not changing my mind after this. Mm-hmm. Like, I I did not realize the sacrifice was going to be Hex. What an outro. Yeah, Her screaming a... crazy faces just fly through it all the web. <laughs> yeah, across the entire globe. And uh, so Damon is defeated because of Hex. Ultimately, Hex ended up becoming the the, the biggest hero of this entire show. They don't finish enough. their uh, 001 countdown. None of them do. No. no. It's cool. Her her faces as if they're like um, they're there's copies of them, right? Because her code has been disintegrated and dispersed. The faces like fly through them like spirits. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Takes away the Damon virus. Presumably not a single person has been killed oh, other than De- Deacon. Yeah, other yeah, other than him. Other than so he's Linux. just looking on from the great the great beyond and he's like, you kidding me? <laughs> Damn it, I had so many more beers to drink. Couldn't have done <laughs> couldn't have done this like two hours ago. Right. Um two hours ago, yeah, good point. <laughs> So we cut back to this very moving moment between Dot and Bob. And Dot is like, just like checking it, checking on Bob. He's still like fading and like, you know, almost no energon level. And it's like, you mustn't go again. Stay with me. We need you. Kind of blah, blah, blah. You need to stay alive. And then she, she does it. Marry me. 
Yeah. Drops the big bomb right there. Yeah, and he's like, I never thought you'd ask. And they go to kiss. You portal. Uh, can this not be in this? Right. Keep, keep in mind, like listeners, I have not seen past this. Can it just end right there with him being like, I thought you'd never ask. Because I've got a weird suspicion. I'm not going to be happy after this. But maybe I'll be okay. So, so a portal opens up and here we have uh, OG Bob. Once again, voiced by uh, uh, Michael Ben. What's his ben name? Yer. Ben Michael Yer. Ben so we so we got OG Bob who steps and? through a portal, voiced by voiced by OG Bob. Uh, who is he with? He's with oh, your he's favorite with, boy. He's with Ray Tracer, right? And he says, "Marry him." I don't think so. And that's that's the that's the end of this movie. It's the end of Damon Rising. Special outro by Hex's voice actress right. Shirley Miller. Because she's like, I am hexadecimal. I've spread through systems, peoples, and places. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah, that was uh, episode four of season four of Reboot. Uh, sacrifice. I keep wanting to just call it Damon Rising because in my head it's just a movie. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, that was episode one of the the episodes episode right, one of right. season four right right uh so here on alphanumeric we have we rate episodes of reboot on the alphanumeric scale it uh it's a four point scale starts off with uh this is bad very bad pretty self-explanatory uh then we have i don't think so uh, which is uh an episode that is uh not very good but not the worst thing ever to uh that was easy enough which is an episode that's you know pretty good but uh also not the best episode ever to uh the top tier cream of the crop rock of the rock shop of the shop <laughs> doo-wop of the doo-wop alphanumeric rating which is the uh rock steady and bebop <laughs> <laughs> alphanumeric alphanumeric uh lady glitch uh what are you giving uh sacrifice on the alphanumeric scale i'm giving sacrifice a, a solid alphanumeric this is one of my favorite episodes probably of the entire series like wow. there's just so, so much going on there's so much that leads into people leads leads us into thinking hey what's going to happen in the next you know in the next arc and it still answers like things that have happened in mainframe, things that are to come. There's a lot of great character development. We see hexadecimal being amazing. Um, we see classic bitch fight, which can't complain about that. So we see a bunch of romantic things between Dot and Bob, which I'm a big shipper of Dot and Bob. So there we go. Well, that's the thing. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want Hex to, you know, get her, get her rocks off, get Bob or whatever, but like, it has to be Bob and Dot. Like, come on, man. <laughs> like what I was saying in season three, like I wanted uh, Andrea and Ray Tracer to have a fling, you know, like, you know, Andrea and Matrix don't have to break up. Like maybe they just have an arrangement or like, you know, she comes or back Matrix watches, it, you know, yeah. watches and jerks off, you know, um, uh, we, we, we all have our things we're into, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, alphanumeric. A anything else to add, Christina? 
I'll probably All think right. about seven more things to add after this. We get on recording. That's just the way my brain works. So. Uh, yeah, same. Uh, Cal, uh, what are you? Uh, what are you going to rate? Uh, sacrifice. It gets a mainframe sized alphanumeric for me. This is one of my favorite episodes of all Very of nice. reboot. Um, regardless of the past, like few episodes or whatever, like taking the the hex bias like aside. And, and breaking it down. Um, the beginning, there's a problem. Uh, this very clear, like, hey, Dot plans on blowing this, this mother up. And she's like, oh, I don't believe in a no-win scenario. She, she's, yeah, she, <laughs> she's ready for a little win scenario. Off you go, Enzo. Oh, Bob, you're supposed to escape to the net. And he's like, what, I'm just supposed to hide? Being like, holy shit, yeah. Like, Dot is ready to fucking die to save presumably billions of of uh, lives in other systems like of course yeah, yeah. she'll do what she has to take mm-hmm. and i'm like and her keep kind of keeping this and and tricking enzo being like oh you need to go to the the games and become big just so that he's not in mainframe when it uh, possibly goes kablamo but that plan failing and then hex solving that in a logical way where the viewer unlike the past episodes where we've been like how did that work how did the gate blowing up work oh, it's a little convoluted this wasn't it's like right. oh, well the first time we made a stargate it blew shit up so we make another stargate it'll blow shit up and <laughs> and, we'll, um, and we'll do it again <laughs> and we'll do it again yippee kaye and uh hex kind of being like crazy but still being like oh there's a problem oh well i can help with that oh i die oh well but bob will live right oh well what's the fucking problem get out of my way they try to stop her or like whatever and she she you know does some hex bullshit before she leaves but like it will as soon as she found out that she could do that to save bob's life nobody could stop her Mm -hmm. and to reflect earlier um in the previous episode she was getting seeing where she dot was with bob and she's like we're just friends and she was like good good on her she went to dot she's like hey anything going on there dot's like no and she was like oh okay because you know and she's like no it's fine she she takes what she wants right (laughs) she she went after it she she shot her shot and she went out with a bang so i thought it was a good arc for her Mm -hmm. Alphanumeric, uh, baby. I dig it. All right. I am also giving this episode an alphanumeric. I love the uh, the super fight. I like really liked the speech that uh, Enzo gave to Matrix. Uh, I really liked the... Um, I, I liked the resolution to everything. Hex, uh, Hex ultimately being the one who saves all of Mainframe is uh, just joyously ironic. Uh, compared to to previous seasons, especially season one, um, and uh, it 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 really wrapped up everything about the season four arc and even stuff that had been teased in the previous season, and also that tease at the end having OG Bob come back. I'm like, fuck yeah. Okay, well that made one of us. <laughs> 
No, I, I dug the tease, and also I like uh, I I like having Michael uh, Benier back. No uh, no disrespect to uh, Cheetor Bob, but um... <laughs> well, well, that's interesting because you know you have a good point because now OG Bob with OG voice actors back, but yeah, like Bob with <laughs> Cheetor's voice actor, but yeah, like B- Glitch Bob Ian is, James is around too. Is his name? <laughs> good memory, yeah. Um, so it has potential, but immediate. My partner was like, "Oh man, is it just going to be like copies of people like showing up?" And I'm like, "No, that was just like an Enzo thing." And then at the end of this one, it's like, "Oh, okay." It's like, "Can't wait for two ray tracers, two mouses," two... and I'm like, "No, no, no, hold on." Hold no, on. it's no, it's it's not going to go there. It'll I don't make rem- sense. Yeah, I I don't remember like the exact beats, but yes, it it will make sense. And okay, it's. it's... <laughs> It where it goes, I like is all I'll say. Great writing. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for pointing out the Enzo uh speech. Like my man. <laughs> yep. Um so that was uh episode 47 of Alphanumeric. Uh alphanumeric ratings all around. If uh you want to support the show, the best way to do that is go to Patreon, patreon.com slash lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. We're starting at the five dollar and up tier. You get hours each and every week of bonus preamble audio where we're kind of shooting the shit before we start uh doing the episodes proper. Uh it's a great way to hear us uh kind of talk about whatever. Like uh, we were talk uh, before this, we were talking about uh Silent Hill and Legacy of Cain and all manner <laughs> manners of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just um, over here looking. <laughs> uh, being like being like Jesus Christ, guys, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um uh, uh also at the five dollar tier you get a uh, monthly-ish commentary track. Uh we're gonna be doing another one of those really soon. Um probably gonna be about the Matrix Resurrections. Uh, and uh, that's all. Five dollar tier, ten dollar and up tier. Uh, you get our weekly news and current events program, Laser Comb Tonight, and you also get to pick a show for us to review a random episode of on uh, mine and Cal's other podcast, uh, the Laser Comb Podcast. So if you want to get in on that, Patreon.com/LaserComb. Social media, follow me or uh, follow us on Facebook at uh, uh, facebook.com slash lasercomb. Once again, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow the show proper at alphanumericpod, P-O-D. Or you can follow me at lasercomb for the final time, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. Uh, Christina, you have Twitter, yes? I do, Lady Glitch 619 And Cal. You also I have do Twitter. have the Twitter. Yeah, you do. I was like, do I? Do I? <laughs> Where I steal other people's content and post it as my own. <laughs> yeah, that 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 was an interesting saga. <laughs> um, without even my knowledge that I stole anything. Uh, no, it was everything was cool with the the Twitter drama. Yeah, well, uh, well, well uh, me and Cal will definitely be talking about it on uh, the preamble for uh, this week's episode of Too Much Energon, so keep an eye yeah, out for probably. that. Probably. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I'm going to bring it up, because I have things to say. Oh, oh, do you? <laughs> I do. Yeah, um, NeoCal, N-E-O underscore K-A-L on the Twitter. 
Uh, so go give any and all of us a follow on the Twitters. Um, Cal, you also had something you wanted to plug, correct? Oh, that's right. Uh, there is a podcast that I'm going to be guest hosting on. I just want to make sure I'm doing it right. I believe it's called like Owen 2. Let's see here. Yep. So the O2 podcast, um, it's kind of like a fighting term. Um, oh, there's an O comma two podcast. Maybe it's uh -oh. a two and O podcast and I just plugged something else. <laughs> two podcast. Oh, it's not available on YouTube or anything, right? It's on, it's on other things. Uh, but yes. basically what it's going to be is it's by the um, uh, Big Drink Energy podcast. But instead of, <laughs> instead of reviewing uh, energy drinks and ranting about them and their when we first discovered them or trying new ones or whatever, uh, basically the premise is we are going to uh, play like a random old school game that neither the host nor myself have ever played. We get two weeks to play it like on and off or if we can at all here or there. Uh, we play it against each other. And then we talk about it. That and sounds gonna, fun. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's the uh, episode two podcast. And I'll find some links uh, for, for everybody. And uh, yeah, we'll be, playing, uh, we'll be playing Bushido Blade 2. Well, when, uh, when, when that goes live, uh, uh, be sure to send me links. And I will uh, put it in the... Uh, the the episode descriptions of this or any podcast that we do every yeah. podcast that we do all the things yeah i, I will, will do wish me luck i'm probably going to be destroyed <laughs> this guy was like a to for for like smash brothers <laughs> tournament organizer yeah. all right <laughs> all right uh that once again has been episode 47 of alphanumeric uh, we're taking next week off to focus on some Patreon-related content, uh, but we will be back in two weeks with episode 48 of Alphanumeric, where we're going to be talking about the fifth episode of season four, My Two Bobs, which was also the name of the second movie. Mm -hmm. And until then, I've been one of your hosts, The Siege. I'm Lady Glitch. And I'm NeoCal. And uh, until next time... Get away from my sprite! You bitch! <laughs> <laughs> well, I've only got a little bit of my, uh, my, my 40 left over, so I'm going to pour one out for myself right into my mouth. Yeehaw! <laughs> Good to know you, lady. <laughs> Bye. Bye. That's our story from Gladiator Arena, Los Angeles, California. For Larry Zonka, I'm Mike Adamley. See you again next week for more exciting semi-final action.